you started your wholesale business and you're finding success, you want to start scaling, start creating your legacy. You're looking for a blueprint. Our three day event, June 16th to June 18th, teaches the blueprint for what you'll need to grow your wholesaling business. The forms, the processes, the systems, the sales, the A to Z from finding sellers to dispositioning the property to all the transaction coordination and everything else in between. When you leave our event, you'll have all the confidence and certainty you're gonna need to be able to create the financial freedom, the time freedom, so that you can live the life that you want to live. Don't hesitate, space is limited. Go to disruptors.com slash blueprint to secure your spot. Thank you for checking out today's episode and hope you enjoy the show. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Closers Lab, like we do every Thursday at 10 a.m. Arizona time. Thank you for those of you that tune in week in and week out. Uh, we've done a couple of these already, and I appreciate every one of you uh, that has been uh, with us since we started the show. Uh, this thing's just is is blowing up. And for those of you that are maybe joining us, uh, for those of you that are just found out about this show, um, thank you for being with us today. Uh, we have an exciting show today like we always do. What do we do at the Closers Lab is we talk to sellers live. Uh, we negotiate deals and we we go for uh, the goal is to get the contracts right. Uh, and you know what, what's great about this is that you guys, uh, a lot of you. Now I don't want to say all of you. A lot of you know that Steve and I have a uh, a sales training uh, coaching program. And one of the things that why this show was created is because we not only want to talk about uh, you know our sales uh, sales program and our sales process, but we want to show you how our sales process actually works. Um, and that's what we're doing here today, right? Is that we are going to be calling sellers live. Uh, and uh, that way you can see how our process works from the point of contact to the point of building report to the point of. So thank you all for uh, for joining me. This is a live show. I always want to remind you that because one of the things that the way you get better and the way that you you eventually grow is to ask questions. And so I, I want to invite you to ask questions, comment, um, you know, share the stream with a friend of yours. Share the stream with somebody that you that you think or that you know that will benefit from this. Um, you know, that way they can join you and that way, you know, uh, that way they get to see what you're seeing. Uh, so that way they get to grow as well, too. Um, if you have not subscribed to the channel, um, I welcome you and I encourage you to subscribe. And that way you don't miss out uh, on any shows coming up, whether it's the podcast, whether it's this one. Uh, and that way you get instant uh, alerts. Make sure you turn that bell on as well. So like this like, like this uh, channel, uh, subscribe to the channel, like, like hit a like, and then also turn on the notification bell as well too. Um, and also share it. Share the stream right now with two people that you can think of. I want you. I want you to share this. Uh, you know, we don't charge for this. We don't. We we do this because we want. We want to give back. We do this because you know it, it, we want to provide value to the community. And the way we would love for you to provide value to us is share this stream with uh, with two individuals that you know would benefit from this. Uh, we're excited. Uh, last week was crazy. Uh, last week we had some conversations. Uh, if you weren't on on uh, last week's call, after this call, I recommend you go watch that. We had uh, we had some good conversations. Um, had an uh, an el older lady yell at me, uh, you know, uh, it, it was interesting. And then, and then we went deep into negotiations with another gentleman, uh, from, you know, he actually started, he was wanting, a, uh, 240,000, 250. I can't remember, got him down to 195. So it was a really great show. So, um, but yeah, one thing I want to, I want to say this before I start calls, cause our, our first call is going to be here in about five, 
maybe 10 minutes. So I get approached a lot and I get, and I get messaged a lot is, is man, Max, how can I learn your style? Like how, it, how am I going to be able to say the things that you say or do it the way you do it? So one of the things I want to tell you today is that don't, do not try to do it the way I do it. What I want you to do is take the fundamentals that you see on this show and the fundamentals that I talk about and implement them into your style. Because if you try to basically copy exactly verbatim the things I say, the 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 the, the strategies that I use, it's going to be a little bit difficult because I have a certain style and some of you that are watching have a certain style as well. So I, I highly, highly encourage you not to not to try to duplicate the exact way that I deliver things, the exact way that I do things, but I want you to take the fundamentals of what you hear and apply them to what you already do. But here's the key, though, is beyond the strategy, beyond the tactics, beyond the one-liners is you're going, the, the biggest thing is that you need to believe those things, right? Um, you guys see me up here and, you know, I always get messages like, man, that, <laughs> I thought I was supposed to be nice to the sellers. I thought I was supposed to be friendly, which is, which is, you know, to a certain extent, you know, obviously you don't want to be rude, but you want to build rapport, but also you must believe what you say, right? You must mentally, uh, you know, mentally prepare when you get on calls. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for such a long time that I'm bought in, like everything I say, um, when I'm talking to these sellers is because I believe it, it's effective, and I know it's going to work. So for those of you that, 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 that message or that comment, you know, on, on the previous videos, um, you know, you're just going to have to work a lot, uh, just like you're working on the strategies and on the tactics, I highly encourage you to work on your mindset as well too, right? I'm a big believer in act as if. Act as if you have that million dollars in your bank account already. Act as if you don't need this deal. Act like act as if you're already you got multiple um, opportunities uh, for you to basically, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, do the you know, that you don't need that property that for the seller that you're talking to. Right. And 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 basically, I want to encourage you that I want to give this message out before we jump on a call here, because we got a we got a couple people that are ready to go. And uh, what do we do, right? We talk to sellers live. So, um, but yeah, highly encourage you. Thank you all for watching. Remember, comment, uh, ask questions. Uh, last week, it was awesome. You, a lot of participation from our viewers. And again, before I jump on the phone, I encourage you to share this stream with two individuals that you know need to watch this so they can get better. And uh, in that way, um, you know, they can get better at, at closing deals. You know, how best is that? So, so let's get to it. Um, I know there's questions coming in already. I'm not going to jump to those yet. We have somebody waiting for us to give him a call. And um, man, let's see. Let's let's get let's lock up a deal today. Today feels like locking up lock lock up a deal Thursday. Um, so let let's see what uh, what this conversation is going to look like. And uh, let's see. Let's call Edward and see what's going on in Edward's life. All right, perfect. Here we go. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. All right, let's call him right back. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Edward. All right, so looks like Edward doesn't want to talk. So... Now that happens, right? I think I said this about two weeks ago. Um, you know, we're not immune to people not answering, right? We go through the same, we go through the same, same things that you go through, 
sometimes people don't answer. Uh, sometimes, you know, they, they set up a callback, but they don't always pick up for us. Um, it's something that's part of the process, part of, uh, of what we do. So I guess we'll go to their next one. We'll go to our next one and then we'll give, uh, we'll give it a callback. So, uh, cause it looks like we have another one, Dell. Let me pull up the address. So that way, uh, see here. All right. So it looks like this property is in Tucson, which is in our own backyard as well. So yeah, that's the other thing. Thank you everyone that submitted leads. I know there's a few of you that are pretty consistent, consistent. I really appreciate that because, uh, it really helps us out, uh, for the show, uh, to actually, uh, you know, make the show even more interesting. So, uh, one thing I, I didn't, I forgot to say in the, in my intro is that if you are, if you, if you want us to call your leads and you have leads that you want us to call, uh, you want me to call here live on the show, uh, there's going to be a link after we're done that you can click on and submit those leads. Um, and then what happens is my lead manager, Carlos, he's going to uh, call and set up the appointment for that way you, we can call your leads uh, live on the show. It's something that we want to try to do um, more often. So thank you, though, for those that consistently um, uh, give us leads to call. So let's see. <clears throat> So let's call Dale. Let's see what's going on with Dale. Hello. Hello, Dale? Yes. Hi, Dale. It's Max. Uh, I'm calling you because you spoke with one of my team members, uh, Carl, about your property over on West Gretchen Drive. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Probably caught you at a bad time. Okay, no, that's a good. Oh, okay, perfect. I appreciate that, Dale. Yeah, so like I said, um, Carl had, uh, you know, passed me over your information. He had some notes on here. And you know how it is, Dale. Notes don't always tell the whole story. Uh, do you mind uh -huh. if I, you know, just follow up on his notes and ask you a few questions about what's going on with the property? Okay, go ahead. All right, perfect, perfect. So I know on uh, on one of the notes he mentioned about the, um, maybe there's a little, uh, you're considering selling because, Maybe there's a little bit too much maintaining. Can you tell a little more about that? What's going on with that? No, it's my health. Oh, I can't okay. take care of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's going on? Uh, What's going on there? Well, I've had heart problems for four or five years. Um, in fact, I'm in St. Mary's right now. I've been up here for two days. Uh, oh, man. I had pneumonia. So, wow. health problems, yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. So you're actually in the hospital right now? Yes. Oh, man. Sorry to hear that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better, though. Oh, that, well, that's positive. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you picked up the phone, I, that's the last thing that was on my mind, really, the way you're talking and your spirit. Like, I, I could not, I wouldn't have been able to guess that you were in the hospital if you wouldn't have told me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. okay yeah, but, but I hope to be out of here by tomorrow for sure, but. Okay. Anyway, yeah, well, I'm I'm getting all right. Okay. Well, I mean, that's good. That's good. 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 Um, that's good that you're getting better. Um, which is you know, which is always what you want. So, 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 what I'm hearing is that you're basically, uh, you know, obviously understanding there's some health there's some health situations going on, and uh, you know, it sounds like that's probably you know the main reason. Uh, you know, is there is there any other is there any other, besides that? Obviously, um. The property, is there anyone else that's going to have an input on the sale of the property? Uh, no, there wasn't. 
No, there won't be no problem. No, uh, sorry, not, not, not a problem. Sorry, I meant to say, is there anyone else that's going to have an input? Like, is there anyone else that maybe we would have to talk to in regards to sell the property? Oh no, no. Okay, just me, just you. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, and this one, um, so I'm looking at the structure right now. I'm looking at the property just online. Obviously, I've, I haven't walked walked the property or anything. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about it? I'm seeing a couple of structures. Is it a is is one like a house? Is there something? Can you tell me a little more? Des describe the property a little bit for me. Yeah. So, probably the the one on the corner mm -hmm. is what I live where I live. Oh, okay. Uh, I totally remodeled that mm -hmm. two years ago. New new bathrooms, all new plumbing, uh, upgraded part of the electric. Uh, it's got all new flooring. New roof. Mm -hmm. It's it's all done. All drywalls, painted, everything. Okay. I mean, it sounds like two really bathroom, two bathrooms and two bedrooms, uh, laundry room. Bathrooms are all tile. Everything's tile on them. Kind of got a lower level. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, it's it's. It's all right. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it sounds basically from everything you told me, it sounds like a really great property. I mean, what's stopping you from maybe listing it on the market with the real estate agent? Excuse me. I said it sounds like a really, really great property from everything you just told me. What's oh, stop yeah. yeah. What, what's stopping you from listing it with the real estate agent? Because it sounds like it's in great condition. Well, I really didn't. Uh... I don't really need to sell it or, you know, but, uh, I got six, seven other properties. Okay. So, got it. So what do you mean by you don't need to sell it? I don't need the money. Okay. So okay. you want to so you want to give it to me? Is that what, is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> well, I don't really want to just give it to you, buddy, but, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I would take it. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so, so uh, understanding that, obviously, you know, and I've heard that before, right? We buy, obviously, we don't buy every single property from everyone we talk to, which is fine. It's it's part of the business. And I know typically, you know, people sell to us for various reasons, reasons, and uh, usually they they want to sell because they want to pick their own closing date. Sometimes they are in financial situation, not always, but a lot of times, you know, their property needs a lot of work, repairs. It just doesn't sound like any of those apply to you right now. Right. Right. Got it. Okay. And the other trailer next door, which is on which I own, mm -hmm. uh, it's a one bedroom, one bath. Uh, I think it's twelve by sixty or something like. That. Okay. So. So is this a rental property, Dale? Yeah, it's a rental. It is a rental property. What What are you renting this for a month? Uh, six forty five. Six forty five. Yeah. Okay, and then is there a chance to increase the rents at all? Are you are the rents at 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 a market? Uh, I raised it thirty dollars on him a year ago. Mm -hmm. So, but it's still I'm still renting it cheap. I should be getting seven and a quarter, seven fifty four. But I've known him; he's been there for five years now. So, what you say you're getting? Uh, how, how much are you getting right now for that? 
645. 645. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at some average rents in the area. So definitely a little bit below the average rents. Um, and, and the tenants, how long they've been in there? Five years. Five years. Okay. Got it. Um, so what I'm here, so you said, so what I'm hearing is that obviously you're, you don't need to sell it cause you don't need the money. You're, you got seven other properties that you're probably cash flowing. I'm assuming as well. You got, you got money coming in every month on those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. And so, um, you know, something that I've done in the past, we had, I think his name was, uh, his name was, uh, Johnny is a guy that we bought a house from and, or uh, I think we bought two properties from Johnny and same thing. He basically, you know, he had a couple of rentals and, you know, obviously one thing that he was, con- and, and again, this ain't the same case here. He was a little concerned with the taxes. So what we said to Johnny was, Hey Johnny, what do we do this? We, you know, cause I know you don't need the money. You obviously don't want to pay the tax, you know, the high taxes when you sell. What if we were to, you know, you know, come to an agreement on a price and we made payments to you where, you know, you continue to get those monthly payments, but you don't longer have to, uh, basically, uh, you know, um, uh, do the repairs or anything, deal with the tenants. And Johnny was pretty happy with that because he still got to collect the, 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 a check every month. Um, and so I just don't know, Dale, if you would be open to something like that. Yeah, I might be because, you know, in those older homes like that, it's hard to get finance. You know, mm-hmm. so if I had to carry some, I would. Oh. Okay, you're open to that. So yeah. let's start with this one here, the one I called you on. Obviously, you know, because like I said, I, I don't, we don't um, buy every single one and, and it'd be hard for us to do all of them. So if you were to sell this one, let's say that I was going to make payments to you, what what would you feel comfortable selling this? What would be the lowest you feel comfortable selling this? I wouldn't take less than 130,000 for it. You wouldn't take less than 130,000 for it? No. Okay. That's what it's worth. I got almost that much in it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just, and bear with me here as I, I'm just looking as well as you, as I'm talking to you. So at 130,000, if let's say that, obviously I want to do some, a little bit more homework on this. If, if you were open to do, you know, because obviously you understand the term, so I'm going to say this is if you were open to carry and, you know, at 130000 you would feel comfortable doing doing something like that with me? Not the full amount. I do not want some money down. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying if someone was to give you that that asking price at one thirty, you feel comfortable carrying, obviously there's going to be some money down. Yeah, I understand that. But oh, at that, yeah. at that okay. price, that's where you would feel comfortable doing, do, uh, being open to carrying, uh, and, and us making payments Correct. to you. Correct. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. So, and so <clears throat> what, what, I mean, I know what, what would you feel comfortable in, uh, with a down payment on, on something like that? Oh, about 15 grand. $15,000? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I see. Hmm. And then, and so, let me take a look here. So 130, 15,000 down, and then we will amortize it for 30 years, and then we'll make you payments on that? Okay. Well, I, I don't want to carry it 
Uh, I carry it for 15 years. Okay. So you would be opening to, to uh, uh, a balloon payment of 15 years, and then you would want to cash out at the 15-year mark? Yes. Okay. And you say you're getting 600 and um, how much? 640? Out of the other side, 645. 645. Okay. All right. Let me take a look at something here. And then, so are the current tenants? Are they on a? Are they on month to month, or are they on a long term lease? Month to month. Month to month. Okay. This mobile and then and then so and then the 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 mobile home that's there is that original or was that moved to that site? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when they moved that in there. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you just bought it in 2015, correct? Yeah. Okay. And then I don't. I'm looking at um, tax records right now. I don't see um, an affidavit of a fixture. Do you know, do you have that or do you know anything about that? Affidavit of a fixture, I'm not sure. Yeah, so. I don't follow you on that. So, and so what an affidavit of a fixture is, is basically saying that, you know, uh, the, 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 the mobile home or the manufacturer and whatever's on there is actually real property because it's attached to the land. It, it, so they provide a certificate saying that it's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's attached. I know. No, I know it's attached physically, but what happens is legally you have, in order for it to be determined as real property, uh, I know you get paid taxes on it for sure. Uh, a lot of times what happens is, and it, it doesn't cost a lot to do it. I just wonder if you had that certificate or not, because I'm not showing. I don't remember. I don't remember getting anything like that. Okay. So, um, I mean, so it sounds like so one hundred thirty thousand, and then you would want fifteen thousand down, and then you would we could what we, what we would do is amortize that amount for thirty years, but then you want a fifteen year balloon, um, and then how how soon are you looking to get this done? Like by by uh, Christmas or when? Uh, possibly, yeah. Okay. So not I mean, any time. Might be. Go ahead. I'm working on another project over there that I might move into. So mm -hmm. it'll probably take me another three or four months. To, three or four months? Or, to get that done. So Christmas time and first year. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, by that time, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, I don't know if if the 130 would still be feasible, if we get to that point, usually, um, usually when I talk to someone, they're ready to sell probably within the next 30 to 90 days. Um, doesn't sound like you, you're looking to do that. It sounds like you're, you're more long-term. It doesn't really matter. I can, I can do it sooner. Okay. If uh, everything's right, you know. Got it. Okay. How's the, how's the access to the property? Uh, there's two gates. No, I'm saying if I wanted to go look at it just to check it before I, you know, before I oh. decide. Yeah, yeah. If I wanted to go look at this property. Oh, all you have to do is call me. I'll be there. Okay. All right. And you think you'll be, you said potentially they'll, they'll probably, you'll probably be heading home tomorrow. Sounds like. Yeah. 
I hope so. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So what I want to do, uh, Dale, because I do like the numbers on this and it sounds like you're comfortable as well too. Is that what I'm hearing on those numbers? Yeah, that's pretty fair. Okay. So what I want to do is, um, I want to, um, you know, follow through with you. Uh, I would say, um, I'm going to have Carl give you a call and then that way we can set an appointment so we can go out and look at this thing. Uh, so that mm-hmm. way we can, you know, make a fine, you know, make a final decision just to see what, what repairs and what repairs it might need. It doesn't sound like it needs much because from everything you told me, it sounds like you've already done quite a bit of work, which is awesome, by the way. Um, I just want to, you know, physically look at it and then, uh, and I, 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 sure. I don't know again, if we can do this deal, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to my partner as well. But if we go out there, so if we go out there, right, and because it sounds like you're comfortable with the numbers, the term and all that, we go out there and we see that we do the 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 property looks in 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 a condition to where where you know we feel comfortable buying it, and we say, you know what, uh, Dale, this this sound this looks like something we want to do. What would happen next? Well, you tell me. You put the fifteen thousand in an escrow and get a date. Okay. 60 days, 90 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Or just give, we'll give the tenant notice that it's going to be a new landlord. Got so, it. Okay. Yeah, typically when I ask uh, other sellers that question, usually what I mean is, or what we've done in the past is put things in writing, which sounds like you would be, you would feel comfortable doing that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, don't, we don't do uh, handshakes uh, behind a bush anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that other on the balance of the money, I want about six percent interest. Six percent interest. Yes. What if we can do? Well, we could talk about that. Uh, let me look at the property, and then we'll see what. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not a lot, but I do definitely. Uh, it, it's something I want to consider as well, um, because I don't. You know, again, uh, I don't know if I can do that, but but I totally understand where you're at with that. So let me do this. Let's, um, let me follow through with you tomorrow to see if you, uh, if you're at home or if you're, you're out of the hospital and then let, I want to set up, uh, you know, uh, uh, either get somebody out there to take pictures for me and then get those pictures back to me or walk it myself. Um, and then that way, uh, you know, we can see if we can do all the numbers that we talked about today. How about that, Dale? All right. That's fine. All right, and then call them all. Yeah, I'll do that, and then and then what I'll do is, uh, and then once we work this one out, I'm definitely you know w- would want to speak with you on all the other the other properties that you got as well too. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right, Dale. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for your time. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Boom. Um. All right. So that was a really good call. Um. Went from. You know, I don't need the money. Presented him an option, right, to sell without without you know getting the full amount, doing something creative with him. Uh, he's open. One of the things that you have to understand is that you can't have that conversation with every single seller. Uh, the words I use, right, the carry bag, the 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 everything that certain words you can't use. Uh, but he understood it. Obviously, he's got seven properties. Uh, he so you have to be conscious of that when you're talking to people. That's why when I first started. I, I laid it out really simple for him because I didn't know that he had other properties. I didn't know that he was actually a landlord. Um, and he's the one that brought up, yeah, sure. I'll carry. Um, so that, that was, um, 
that was a really good call. I'm, uh, I'm a little worried about the condition. And then also the other thing too, is that there's no affidavit of a fixture, but those things we can find out. And then the down payment, we can negotiate something we've done. I didn't want to do it over the phone with him is we actually have uh negotiated to where let's say someone wants $20,000 down. We negotiate where that gets escalated, which means that, Hey, what we, what we've done is we put down 10,000 now and then 10,000 in 12 months. Jesse's done this on his phone. On, on summer calls, some things that we do, you got to get creative. Uh, one thing that I was going to do with him on the 6% interest, I was actually going to escalate that as well. Hey, how about we do 2% the first year, 4% the second year, and then on the third year, we'll, we'll do the max at 6%. So you don't always have to give everything up front because guess what? If I can do 2% now, 4% in the second year, maybe before even the third year arrives, I'm going to sell that thing, right? Because it's going to appreciate. And it's the same thing with the down payment, right? I can tell them, what if I do 10,000 down and then in 24 months and 12 to 18 to 24 months, I give you the other 5,000. Um, those, all those terms are negotiable. Nothing he said has, nothing that he said needs to be given up front. So, but, uh, but I, you know, those things you want to do, uh, you know, either after you either meet them in person or maybe do a follow-up call once you get pictures and this stuff, because then we're going to see if we can negotiate, um, and we can negotiate a, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, a, um, the terms on that. So, uh, let me see some of your questions and some of your comments before I go to the next call. Uh, Carlos, let me know who's ready. Let's see. So we got, um, let's see. It's Alex four said, or actually let's see. Chiefing and engine and cheesing. Now oh, that's interesting. Chiefing and cheesing. <laughs> How can you learn this man's style? Simple. We are all designed to reverse engineer. All you have to do is add your own verbiage that makes you sound comfortable, clear, and concise. Be confident. 100%. Cheesing. 100%. I agree with you on that. Uh, it's Alex Four says, I like the value you provide and break down you do for calls. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Mariana says, good day, Max, Ricardo's team, man, Ricardo's team's in the house today. Oh man. Uh, let's see. Chiefing and cheesing again says book recommendation for the people here that are still uncertain of themselves when it comes to sales, how to win friends and influence people. You know, how can I share something you probably don't want to hear chiefing and cheesing? How to win friends and influence people is a good book, but it was written in the 1930s. That book needs an update. It was written way in the 1930s, and things have changed. Technology has changed. People have changed. Now, can you get things out of it? 100% you can. But it's old. It's old book. And, and, and what I can tell you is that I've read the book, and I did get some things on it, but it's teaching you how to talk to people in the 1930s. We're not in the 1930s. We're in the 2022s. So there's a lot of books that you can out there. Like one of them is um, 11 Principles of Success. That's a really good book because it teaches you mindset and how to communicate. Um, there's also Chris Voss's book is, is freaking amazing. A lot of stuff that I say on here is from Chris Voss. A lot of stuff that I use, you know, Never Split the Difference. That's a really good book. You know, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of books. The Like Switch, that's another FBI negotiator. As much as... That book is popular, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's old. It's from the 1930s. Uh, and again, you can take stuff out of there, but that's how I feel about it. 
Uh, Ricardo's team, I love that you guys are on here. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, here's a good one. Shaney Smith said, why didn't you make or ask for a cash offer before offering sub two? I did. He said he said he wanted $130,000. The property is probably, AR, uh, ARV is $130,000. And he said he didn't need the money. See, this is the thing is that uh, maybe you're new to the show is is we don't we don't make offers, right? We're not in the business of just making an offer just because we want to make an offer. That is not a KPI for us. Uh, if it works in your business, that's cool. You know, it could work in your business. I know a lot of businesses that have that KPI. We don't. Um, because at the end of the day, do we lose deals because we don't make offers? Yeah. But do we get more deals because we hold the leverage uh, on every situation? 100% we do. Um, but I didn't make an offer because first there's, even though he said there's, he has health issues, but you know, he came back and said, I don't need to sell. So there's no pain. And so, and understanding the conversation that he was a businessman, right? He has seven other rentals, landlord. Um, so why not negotiate terms? That's the better option for us. Anyways, if we can get the terms just because we're not going to pay one thirty for that property. So, uh, I'll read these last two comments and then, um, or this last comment, I'm going to jump back on the phone. Uh, Josue Roman says, Max, a master at the third-party story. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Guys, that's, if you can, if you, every time I always get on, on, our, on our sales calls or on our Zoom calls, I always tell our students to use third-party stories because they're powerful, right? And so tell a third-party third story so you're able to deliver your features and benefits, do not sell with features and benefits, right? Tell a story, a third-party story with those features and benefits, and then ask the questions. I'm assuming you wouldn't consider anything like that. So now you're not applying the, applying those benefits to them directly. So I just got a message from Carlos. It looks like uh, Eduardo is ready for me to call. So let me get on the phone, guys. Let's, let's get some more conversations going. Let me pull up this property here. Um, let's see. All right, let's pull this up. Thank you, everyone, for your comments. Uh, bring your questions, your comments, uh, you know, and I'll answer them. Any questions that you have, anything that I did, uh, any any suggestions? Because, guys, uh, just because I have a sales process doesn't mean it's always perfect. I make mistakes, and I want to hear your feedback. I want to get to know what your thoughts are and and what you would have done in certain situations because that helps me. I learn from every, I, I always, always want to learn from, from, from everyone. I want to learn, I learn, want to learn one thing from everyone. So, uh, make sure that you're commenting, make sure that you're, uh, you're asking questions. So, all right, let's call Eduardo. Uh, oh, let's see. This is a property. Actually. All right, let me, I'm pulling up the property right now. It's a property in Las Vegas, it looks like. All right, bear with me here while I pull this up. You have reached Ed's desk. 
at EFS Services. All right, let's call him back. Hello, Ed. Yes. Hello, Ed. Um, it's Max. I'm calling you because you had spoken to uh, one of my team members, Carl, about your property over in Vegas on Horseshoe Drive. Uh-huh. Okay. Probably caught you at a bad time? No, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. I, I truly appreciate that. Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, Carl had uh, mentioned to me and get, passed me on your information about your property over there and said you might be considering selling, and he left me some notes and. You know how it is. Notes don't always tell the whole story for me. Uh, is it okay if I just follow up on that and ask you a few questions? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, perfect. So I know uh, one of the things he had mentioned as far as considering selling the property. Um, so you, this sounds like you're right now you're currently looking to fix. This is a project for you that you're fixing flipping. Is that what's going on? Currently, yeah. Okay. And w what's going on with that? You just not finishing the project or... No, I'm still working at it. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm I'm just you know I'm I'm going on myself, and it's a lot of work, but uh, not a lot of work because I'm almost done. Uh, okay. The only thing I, have, um, but I've been at it for a while, so um, it looks like a big house, man. <laughs> yeah, it is forty-two hundred square feet. Jeez, when you say you're almost done, what do you mean by that? Well, I uh, uh, basically all I got left. Would be to uh, put an AC mm -hmm. unit and uh, and just paint the inside, and that's about it. Maybe I'll I'll do the trim on the outside, and that's it. Because the stucco is still in good condition. Okay. No no damage like that, and and so I don't have no broken walls or anything like that. So, and the house is actually newer. It was made in two thousand eight. Right. The are all screwed up. What do you think it'll be? What do you think you're going to be able to list it for once, once you have it done? Well, you know, my expectation is once I get everything done, uh, I'm trying to go close to, uh, close to the million, nine fifty somewhere around there. Close to the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because just by square footage, you couldn't build it. Yeah. No. Of course. It's yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get that. And and uh, you, so you're putting um, so you're putting high end uh, material into this property. It already has it. I mean, the the floors are travertine. The kitchen is all granite, and he has a forty no four hundred and forty square feet kitchen. The living room is the same size, so it's very spacious. Okay. And I mean, it sounds like you're almost to the finish line. I mean, what? How come you just want to sell it now? I'm a little confused about that. Oh well, I still got uh, I got twelve more houses uh, in California that I haven't finished. So oh, I, I, I see. Get, most most of everything is that this property is out of my way. Oh, okay. I'm here to Vegas. Yeah. You don't you don't have someone that could run it for you? No. Ooh. Man, so how many times a day do you go back and forth? Or how well, many times a week, sorry. 
getting ridiculous. I spend a lot of time on the road. Wow. You know, I, I go, you know, I, I'll stay here for a week or or a little bit more, and then I go back there and, and I uh, stay there for about one, two weeks, and I come back. Wow. Man, that sounds like a lot. How long have you been doing that, going back and forth? And for about four months. Whew. Where, what part of California? L.A. Oh, man. So you're not, so it's not even like up by Needles or around that area, huh? Big Bear, you're, you're, you're way down in L.A. Is that where you're fixing your other properties? Uh, no, my other properties are in Lancaster. Oh, okay, in Lancaster. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. How many you got over there? I have uh, 21 acres that I'm developing. Wow. Uh, you doing uh, uh, single family homes? What are you developing there? I'm doing single family and I'm also doing a storage facility. Nice. Nice. That's awesome, man. Good for you, bro. You good for you. That's uh that's amazing. Um how long have you been doing this by the way? It's 1979. Jeez. Okay. Long time. That's before I was born. <laughs> I was born in 81. <laughs> no, that's good, man. That's good. Um been doing this for the last seven and a half years, so um uh, I'll get there soon. Uh so on this on this one, um so on, going back to this property, uh you so so basically, because you have other projects, obviously they're not in Vegas. Doesn't sound like you have somebody to to stay there to run the project. It sounds like you run your own projects right now. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, got it. Yeah, I can see how that could be a lot, man. So, it, I mean, the property don't sound like it need a lot a lot more work. Have you considered just listing it as is on the market, or you're trying to just maximize? Well, that's why my. Actually, my sister was the one that put the ad, not me. Mm-hmm. And I would have put a more elaborate ad, but I haven't had time. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to take pictures from the inside and show every room, and you know, and, and get more more details. So, um, so once you put it there, I just left it there. Okay, got it. So right now, I do see that it's for sale for seven hundred forty-nine thousand. Is that what you're considering getting? Right. Have you gotten any offers on that? Oh, I got about seven. Seven? What's stopping you from going with one of them? That's a lot. Uh, yeah, well, I'm supposed to go this weekend with one of them. Oh, you haven't looked at them? Uh, I, you know, I, I, I put a deadline, and so I'm following through with it. So, I mean, I would have closed already. But, um, you know, a couple of the offers are also uh, depending on other properties being sold. So I'm mm-hmm. still waiting on one of them, but majorly that is offering the most. That, that 750 has been already overpassed. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I mean, I've been trying to drag it because I want to close it uh, with this guy. Is I, I, you know, I, it was one of my first ones, and and uh, you know I I told him look look as long as you come through you know I'll wait for you man so I've been doing that and you know I've been slacking really I should have been sold and out of here but I'm just um um it's it's been a lot of things that I'm I got going on so I've been kind of like relaxing. Okay, I see. 
Uh, it's not. It's probably not. A, this one's probably not a big priority compared to your development. I'm, sounds like. Yeah. Well, you know, the the thing with the development is that we broke ground through this lab, and uh, now I need to get some capital and and uh, finish all the framing and things like that. Oh, okay. Is that capital potentially is going to come from from this prop from the sale of this property? No, 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 no. It's just uh, so this property has nothing to do with 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 okay. that other one. There. Got it. It's just uh, I was just asking. I didn't know if that was so seven hundred forty nine thousand dollars. You wouldn't and you wouldn't consider any other offers than that. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. No, I said you're looking to get seven hundred and forty-nine thousand dollars. You wouldn't consider any other offers than other than that. Uh well, I, I consider anything, man. I mean, <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. You know, it's whoever delivers, and that's been you know pretty much key. So I, I told him that at the end of this weekend, I would just take one and go with it. So. Yeah. Well, not necessarily be that one that is above it because if they're not ready, uh, I gotta get rid of this stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. are you the offers you're getting? Are these cash offers or are these people that are getting conventional conventional financing? Well, yeah, you know, a couple of them uh, are subject to other properties being uh, sold and closed, but I do have cash. Okay. What What do you feel most comfortable going with if it, if it was up to you? I'm sorry. What would you feel the uh, What would you feel comfortable going with if it was up to you on the offers? Uh, well, let me put it this way: if I would have had one seven fifty cash right now, I would have closed it. Mm. Yeah, but I did, I don't have that. You don't have that yet. What has anybody come close to it? Is offering more than seven fifty is subject to a property being closed, so that's what I'm waiting. Oh, I see. I mean, you've had it for a while. I mean, that's probably the, the best option maybe, but, you know, I don't know if you have time, more time to wait on that subject to other properties closing. Yeah, well, I, I have time. Got it. Okay. So let me ask you this, uh, uh, Ed. Um, if you, let's say that you didn't have to pay anything out of pocket, no no fees or anything, just to, just to offer net to you. I mean, what's the lowest that you feel comfortable selling this? Uh, about seven, seven twenty-five. Seven twenty-five. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Cause it, it, but you gotta, you actually gotta see it, man. I mean, it's kind of like you start telling the people it's better to have it home in the inside. Yeah. They, they went out of the way. All my bathrooms are marble with jacuzzi tubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all copper plumbing all the way around. It's, everything has uh, GFIs, all the outlets, got new electrical. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that are not, you know, accounted for. You know, if you gonna, yeah, you know, I, and, got, and and I'm not saying I don't believe you, but I'm I'm looking at Zillow, and you don't. Is there any reason why there's only two pictures up on Zillow? 
Yeah, because my sister did it from oh, Florida. Oh, I see. Got it. Yeah, I mean, even at, even right now, like you obviously going down on seven twenty five, that would be so hard for me. Just I haven't seen the any of the pictures, right? Um, I just, yeah, it, it'd be kind of tough. Um, but I mean, if you have seven offers, man, you know, I would say if you had an offer and basically um, you want to, you, I would go one of them because I'm not going to be your buyer even at seven twenty five. So. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll know this weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good, Ed. I appreciate the conversation, okay? All right, bro. Take care. Yeah, take care. You too, bye. bye. All right. So, an interesting call. So, um, there's obviously a situation there. He's driving back and forth. I want to dig a little bit more into the pain, but um, he did open up. He doesn't want to, but obviously he's not ready to, like, just let go of the property. Is an investor, um, but there's just not enough pain or motivation related to the sale of the property. I mean, driving back and forth, yeah, that can be a pain in the butt. It's a bad situation. And here's what you got to learn. Not everything that you hear is pain or motivation. There's such things called situational, right? So there's a, situa there's a situation going on, but it hasn't personally hit them to where they're like, I'm tired of it. I'm frustrated. I want to get this done and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this done. And that conversation was not there. Now, entertain him a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I wanted to see if there was a way to turn him and then just ask how much he wanted. But at this point, I mean, the guy, I mean, he's not hurting for money. Uh, he's not hurting for money. Uh, the drive, I mean, it's more of an inconvenience for him. I guess that's the way if you want to put it. It's it's more of an inconvenience. Uh, but because he's because he doesn't need the cash, that inconvenience has not turned into motivation slash, or pain slash motivation. So something you have to be aware of, just because they're going through a foreclosure, just because they got, you know, super liens on their house, that doesn't mean, those are all situations, that doesn't mean that it's pain slash motivation that they're, that they're ready to go and sell that property. Something you have to learn. But um, So we do have one more call I want to get to, but let me get a couple and see who's, uh, if anyone's... Uh, Let's see. Uh, so let's see who we got here. So mm, I'll go back here. Uh, Shani Smith said, makes makes ton of sense. Thanks, Max. I, I believe about the book comment. So uh, Molin Wortham said, nice mirroring of tonality. Yeah, I mean, you guys hear me, right? If I'm talking to somebody who's, who's, who's a high driver, I'm going to speed up. I'm going to get a little louder. I'm talking to someone older, I'm going to tone it down. I'm going to talk a little softer, right? But you have to make sure that you understand that. Albert Vasquez says, where do I submit any hot leads I have with you guys? Uh, there's going to be a link, Albert, uh, after we're done here that, uh, that you can submit that to. So uh, Alex Mazel said, isn't it best to not really stay on the phone with investors that already flipped the property? He hasn't flipped the property. So he bought it to flip it. And now it's starting to become an inconvenience. Um, we get deals from investors all the time. The thing is that, again, it's an inconvenience. It's not, it's not, there's, uh, to him, he's not ready to sell. There's, uh, the pain of having the property is not there yet. It's more of an inconvenience, Alex. Um, but man, don't, don't, don't mentally block yourself from that because you're going to run to an investor's one thing that I don't know if you heard, I asked him, are you going to use that capital 
for your for your uh, for your uh, project or your your development that you're doing because I want to see if he's low on capital. And he said, no, this has nothing to do with what I'm doing over there. So that tells me right there that it's an inconvenience. Um, Angel Pineda says, I got a lead you can call, bro. Uh, Carlos, can you help uh, Angel out? See how we can get it. Um, Petrovic one says, Max, why didn't you at least make an offer? Because he's not motivated. What? Here's the thing, guys. Like, What is it going to do for me to make him an offer, right? Am I going to make him an offer at 700? I'm not going to make an offer at 700. If I make him an offer, it's going to be at 450. Do you think that guy's going to take 450? <laughs> I'm not wasting my time making him an offer. He's not motivated. There's no pain. You know, making somebody an offer does not change their mind. After everything that he told me, all the report building that I did, understanding that there's no pain there, it's just, it's, it's not, I mean, I, 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 would, I wouldn't buy this house for, for no more than 450. Um, and he was not going to go for the 450. I can tell you that right now. So, um, let's see. Anyways, let's get back to the calls and let's see who we have next on the line. It looks like, so let's go ahead and call David, David Sanchez. Great questions. Let's, uh, let's keep those questions coming. I want to answer your questions. I want to, you know, make sure that I, that I, um, get to break down the calls and get to break down what I'm actually, uh, when, what I, the things that I'm using, I want you guys to understand it. Um, I do appreciate the questions and, and all the comments as well. So, all right, let's see. So let's look at here. Let's see. Okay. All right. So let's see if he answers. I think this is the guy I called earlier. Oh no, it's not. All right, here we go. Hello? Hello, David? Yeah. Hi, David, it's Max. I'm calling you because uh, I believe you spoke to uh, one of my team members, Carl, about the property over on East Rosewood Street. Okay. Uh, probably caught you at a bad time? No, no, no. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm listening. Okay, awesome. I appreciate that. Um, so, David, I know uh, Carl had some notes on here, and you know how it is. Uh, always the notes don't always sell everything what's going on. I wanted to follow up and ask you a few questions. Would that be okay? Sure. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, um, so like I said, Carl gave me the information and um, a couple of things on the notes, and just want to get clarity on it. I know that, obviously, it, it sounds like maybe the, the property... Sounds like the, you're, you're both are trying to sell it because of what's going on in the situation as far as the, the split. It sounds like you're not living in the property no more. Correct. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then, um, and then for, for, as far as the, that situation, have you guys considered, you know, talked about what you would consider selling that property for? Uh, so that property, uh, at its full value with, everything fixed and done right uh, you're looking at about 440 ish uh so minus the 50 grand in repairs uh which is probably an overestimation uh you're at 390 plus year whatever you guys take uh so i ultimately that's where my 370 the 380 number is coming from so you're looking to get 
around 370,000, between 370,000 and 380,000. With nothing fixed. And you said that this could be worth how much? I'm thinking between, um, out, its highest would be like 440 if you were to update everything mm-hmm. with, with that 50 grand. And just out of curiosity, how do, uh, I'm looking at the area. Do you have like a comparable that I can look at for that price? Uh, One that already sold, just like yours? I haven't. No, because there's no in the with a pool in the mid area. Uh, there's the one next door. They've just recently renovated, mm-hmm. uh, so that one's going to be worth way more than it was. Uh, I'm sure you could find one somewhere. Well, I mean, I can't just pull it from anywhere, right? <laughs> I got to make sure I'm within the within the neighborhood, um, within the community as well. But um, how did you come up with that number, the 440, just out of curiosity? Uh, just pretty much based off Zillow. Okay. So Zillow came out, looked at the condition and all that? Are they, is that what happened? No, well, that's based off whatever Zillow does. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how they come up with their value. But definitely, um, yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, Zillow was buying... Zillow was paying Zillow prices probably a year ago. They almost been, lost like $500 billion, almost went bankrupt because of that. So, I mean, as far as trusting their values, I, I don't do that, but I mean. Right, nor do I, because most of my buddies that have recently sold their house have sold it for significantly more than what Zillow has on there. So, yep. uh, that could happen. No, I don't disagree with you. That could happen. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. That's where I'm just going with their 440 ish. Um, but anyway, I don't need to argue about this with you. I can just get off the phone and not deal with you. What are you getting at? I'm not arguing. I'm just asking questions. I don't buy every single property right. from everyone we talk to. So in order for me to find out, obviously, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I do. I get but definitely it. So, um, at, three, at 380. I'd like to speed up the process though. Yeah. 380, I would be your buyer. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys, hopefully you or, or Krista can do the work and get that sold at the highest price, but definitely not 380. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. You wouldn't consider any other offers besides that? Cool. So I remember this call. So this guy just hung up. He's, um, they're going through a divorce situation and the guy's pretty upset about this whole situation. I do remember now. I wish I would have known this before I called him. But, um, but again, there's no motivation there. The guy, I think Jesse already tried to call him. Somebody, one of our, uh, Jesse, our, our acquisition guy in house. Um, and he did the same thing to him. He hung up on him. Um, yeah, it's definitely, there's no motivation, uh, for on his end. She was actually, I see the notes now. She was wanting to, to get 320 for it. 320 makes sense, uh, but not 380. And here's the problem, right? When you have a divorce situation is that if one party wants, if, if, if one party has going to have an input or needs to, or needs to sign in order for the property to sell and the other party, uh, you know, wants one price, the other <clears throat> party wants another what happens is that uh, you can't get the property, but here's what here's a cool thing about this. Like, if we really wanted to do, like, we could buy Krista out and become uh, David's partner, right? We can pay her a certain portion, and then we would, depends on how the, the, the property was deeded, and buy her out, and then go to him and say, hey, how you doing? We're, we're partners now. We now own the house equally. And then basically, what we would do is we would ask him to sell us his, his part, uh, at a, at a, at a significant discount. And then, 
We could do that, but honestly, on this one, uh, it is in Tucson. I, yeah, 440 is not going to get definitely. 380 for sure is not going to get it. Um, there's no way to... Yeah, this guy, he's uh, he's definitely... Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff that, again, he was upset. He's upset because of what's going on. So uh, let's look at the comments. I have another call here in a little bit, but uh, let's see. Aaron King Closer says, only two pictures. <laughs> oh, that was for the other one. Yep, of course. Um, Steven Valencia said he's ready. I'm not sure, Steven, what, what he was ready for. Which one you're talking about, if you can elaborate just a little bit on that. Uh, Navarro Property says, the mirroring of their answering and letting the awkward silence sit. It says, bro, your money. Yeah, it's uh, it's that goes that goes back from um, from the book, uh, Never Split the Difference, right? It's a, it's a technique that uh, Chris Voss uh, teaches in his book, and, it's, uh, and it works really well. Because, you know, you get to repeat and you get to mirror what they're actually telling you. And then you let them, and then you, what you do is you allow them to expand on it because they're the only ones that truly can, um, you got to let them basically, uh, explain instead of you trying to, you know, uh, overcome their objection or, or, you know, uh, defend what they said, you allow when you mirror like that, and then you, 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 uh, keep it silent. Uh, guess what? They have to defend it. So what you need to do, um, what you need to do is that. You do the mirroring, like a problem, and then what happens, it gets them thinking, and then they're going to be, they're, now they're going to defend that statement, right? Instead of you, like, oh, no, no, it won't be a problem because we could do this X, Y, and Z, and guess what? They don't really care, right? What they care about is their own statements, their own questions, and uh, and basically um, let them defend it. So let's see, uh, Corey, Corey says, I've been incorporating the probably caught you at a bad time into my phone calls. It really seems to be working for me. Perfect. This happens to me. I'm not perfect at it yet, but make when you're Corey, one tip is when you're using it, just make sure that it doesn't come out as a question. I know it's tough, man. I know it's tough to do. It's more of a statement, right? It's more of an assumption that you actually did catch them at a bad time and not, not a form of asking them, did I catch you at a bad time? So that's why when you hear when you hear me say it really slow, because I don't want to come out to like, hey, probably caught you at a bad time. Probably caught you at a bad time, right? So it it, sh it has to be more of a statement than a question. Uh, so that way you don't get a yes and no. Um, I know it's tough to do, tough to navigate that, but I'm glad that you're using it. I know on the Closer Olympics, when I was at the Closer Olympics, a lot of people didn't like it, but once they started seeing it working, working for me, it was weird because the other contestants that were on the Closer Olympics, they were trying to use it and they were like, probably caught you at, probably caught you at a, a bad time or is this a good time? And they were just all over the place with it. But because they saw that it was working really well for me, um, because as soon as someone says, yes, I'm in the middle of something, then you get to move on to your next call. So I'm glad, Corey, that you are are uh, are using that. So uh, let's do let's We have another call here <clears throat> with John. So I'm going to try to call him. Let's see here. This might be one of our last calls, but oh, actually we have two more, two more calls. So let me pull up John's information and um, see if we can get a hold of him. And thank you everyone for your questions. Keep them coming. Your comments, your questions. Um, I love it. Let's see. All right. Let's take a look. All right. So this property is in Oklahoma which is a unique state because of their wholesaling laws. But the good thing is that uh, 
you guys know in Oklahoma, you can't wholesale if you don't have a license. That just passed in November. So, but the good thing is that um, we have connections in, in Oklahoma that we don't have to worry about that if we happen to get this one. Um, we got people that we can work with uh, that will help us out in that regard. So uh, let's call John and see what's going on with him. Um, let's see. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Four zero five six two three three six eight nine is not cliffhanger voicemail. The tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hi, John. It's Max. I'm calling uh, because one of my team members team team members told me about your property over at Northwest Forty Seventh Street, and I'm calling because, and then we just hang up. Um, so that's the cliffhanger voicemail. Probably left a little bit more details than I should have, but let's see if John calls us back. Uh, we do have one more person that, uh, that Carlos has here that I can call perfect timing too. So this one is in Phoenix. Let's see what this conversation, um, let's see what we can get out of this. Let's see. All right. So, oh, good area. Oh wait, 35th Ave. Let's see. All right, let's give him a call. John Chacon. Hello? I hear you. Go ahead. Hello, John. It's Max. I'm calling you because you spoke to one of my team members, Carl, about your property over on North 34th Ave. Yeah. Probably caught you at a bad time. Um, uh, well, yeah, I'm working, so. Okay. If you were me um, calling you back, what time would you do that? <laughs> Five o'clock. Five Maybe even six o'clock. Yeah, five or six o'clock. Okay. So if I and put it down on the go ahead. I'm sorry, John. That's that's when I'm that's when I'm done, but you know, I have time in between, but I I, uh, I drive for a living and I deliver. So Oh, I see. Me. Got it. All right. In between. Okay, perfect. So what I'll do then is uh, if I put you say uh on the calendar for like six o'clock, uh then right. I can call you then. You can call me. All right. Sounds good, John. Thank you. All right. Thank yep. you, bud. You're welcome. Bye. All right. So again, that worked, right? What if I would have just kept talking to him? <laughs> we just talked about this a little bit ago, right? So probably caught you at a bad time works. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll answer some, um, some questions. Let's see. I think I already answered Corey's. Uh, Vicente Renteria says, I appreciate all the game you put out, Max. I've been using the skills and strategies on here when I'm calling and I'm getting really good responses. Man, that's awesome to hear, bro. It's the reason why we do this, right? It is is for comments and, and comments like uh like Vincent's, right? These are these Vincent is a prime example of why we do this because I know there is people out there and there's individuals that genuinely want to get better, right? And there's nowhere to go in order to get better. And I'm not saying we're the best, but we pride in what we do, right? And 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 what we pride not only in everything we do, but in our in our approach to sales and and we work on our craft. That's the thing, right? You gotta respect. I always say this: in order for your craft to respect you, you gotta respect the craft. And you have to invest time, right? You have to make sure that. You're constantly working on your craft so you can get better. And Vicente is, is actually a prime example of what motivates me 
when uh, when we're doing this. Um, Sebastian Sebastian says Yanya says when when you negotiate in payments to make the seller's numbers work, are you setting up those payments as like a vendor take back mortgage at zero percent, or what does that look like? As a vendor take back mortgage. Never heard of that. So when when we're doing so, for example, the one the one today, uh, Sebastian, what we do is let's say he wants the hundred thirty thousand, right? So what we're doing, most people think about this way, right? This is why you can't complicate things when you're talking to individuals, anything sub, uh, on seller carrybacks or anything like that. Most people that you talk to only understand traditional mortgages in a fifteen to thirty year increment, right? Um, and what happens is that when we get a deal like this. Don't don't try to sell yourself short like hey just carry it for 5 years carry it for 15 years negotiate that thing up to 30 years amortize it so if I can get that loan at 130,000 I'm going to amortize it for the for for full 30 years and I know he said he wanted some interest and then sometimes you know people are like well I don't want to do it that long well what we've done in the past is that you know we don't keep we don't keep making payments to you for that long at 15 years, we can definitely refinance. We we're gonna sell it, and then you get your full cash out. That's how we. That's how we basically negotiate, right? We're always trying to get the 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 max extended, the max the max time frame uh, for those. And yeah, we're always looking to get zero percent interest, zero down. You know, we're always trying to get free properties, <laughs> right? Uh, that's the goal, uh, you know. And so, um, I hope that answers your question. Um, Let's see. Mauricio Arroyo says, "Hey Max, when you first started, what what would you do to get ready for cold calling?" So what you need to do is for cold calling, what is your goal? What are your goals for cold calling? Is it A, you know, to book physical appointments? Is it B, to book up follow-ups? Uh so you need to know what your what your goal is going to be for those calls, right? Do you want to have 10 conversations and book Five appointments out of those conversations. Don't get caught up too much on, I need to make a thousand dials and I need to have three hours of talk time. That's terrible. You want to you create high level uh, key performing indicators such as my goal today for cold calling, and you got to write this down, is I want to have 10 conversations. That is my goal. And a conversation for us is the three things, which is uh, pain slash motivation, time frame, and price. We don't care about the third one, right? If they have pain slash motivation or gain and they're willing to sell within the next 30 to 60 days, but we don't get a price out of them, that's fine. That's for us. We just had a conversation. And then what you want to do is book your follow-up. So what is your goal? And then the second thing is that you want to write down the objections that you're going to get. So here are my top five objections I'm going to get. I want to prepare for them mentally. I want to visualize them. I want to see them because if they give me this objection, I have the answer for this. So that way you're not caught off guard. A lot of people don't do that because they just start jumping on the phones and then they get an objection and then they don't know what to do. So if you can if you can come up with your three to five highest objections that you believe you, you're getting that you've gotten in the past or you've seen that people get and write those out and, and then this is how I'm going to overcome it. Man, your cold calling session, if you do those two things, which is what is your goal and then prepare for the objections that are going to come. Bro, you're going to have an, uh, an awesome cold calling session, honestly. Cold calling sucks. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> what we do is hard. So let's figure if you can implement those things into your uh, your process, um, that's going to help you. So let's see. Uh, Steven Moniz, Moniz, I think that's his pronoun. 
says, you have an Oklahoma, you have an Oklahoma. Are you referring to wholesalers that got licensed or realtors? Um, okay. So I'm assuming you're, you're, you're referencing to the comment that I said earlier. Uh, so it doesn't matter. Like in order for you to do a wholesale deal, you have to be licensed. You need to be an, you need to have your real estate license in order to do, in order to, uh, do a wholesale deal. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, as far as I'm not sure on the question. Sorry about that, man. Uh, let's see. Robert Denorio said, would you wholesale a property that's already fixed and ready to go in the OC area? Bro, I'll wholesale anything if the numbers work. Who cares? Right? If the numbers work and the numbers make sense, all day. It doesn't matter. I'll wholesale a bicycle. <laughs> right? If you're if you, if I have a $500 bicycle, right, and they're, and they're giving it to me for 100 bucks. I'm going to wholesale that for 250, 300, sell it fast. <laughs> so yeah, don't get caught up too much worrying about where it's fixed, not fixed. I mean, we've wholesale properties that are in good condition. It's just all about the numbers. That really what it, that's really what it comes down to, honestly. So, um, Navarro property said, dude, dude, these are master skills we're getting for free. Yes. Now I will say this. Yes, these are these are skills. These are high level skills. This is what we actually teach in our in our in our sales coaching program. So what I'm talking about here, you can go out and get deals. The thing is that what we want to do is eventually is have you um, learn it to another to another level, which is build your sales process, build your sales systems, because you can learn the one the one the one liners. You can learn the strategies. But then on the next deal, you're gonna say, "How did I, how did I get that deal? What was it that I said?" So we do have a workshop coming up on June. I want to say 16th through the 18th, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna. It's called the Closers Lab Blueprint, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a whole day of teaching you how to how to how to lay out the sales process, so you're able to to. Uh, um, Rinse and repeat. You're able to know how did I get this deal? Negotiation, your scripts. Um, how did I get more? Uh, let me think it over. And then, and then we're also gonna we're also gonna talk about the breakdown of our business because we don't just do coaching. We're not we're not just gurus sitting up here talking about coaching. We actually have a business, uh, you know that that where we wholesale, where we hotel. and we do flips as well too. So you're gonna get to see uh, all that. So if you if you you saw the flyer pop up on the screen, uh, you know, go to the website and that way you can, uh, you know, if you have any questions, uh, you can sign up. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna answer a couple more questions and then I think we're going to close the show. Um, so I was back ocean city MD. I think he's asking about the property. Dominic rock rocks head says, I thought you can wholesale in Oklahoma as long as I don't market publicly. Look I, from what I know, that law that passed in November, you might want to look into that. They said that you can't wholesale without a real estate license. So you may want to look into that. So uh, Panty said, when my seller objects to a low offer after I, after I know their expectations, I simply tell them that the property needs to rent for 1% of all my, of my, of my all-in cost. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on the conversation. Because at the end, most sellers, when you're talking to them, it's, it's about them. They don't, they don't, they don't really care about your problem right now. 
And when I say that, I say that in a, in a good way because a lot of times what happens is like when we're negotiating, I've done this in the past, when we negotiate, well, I can't do that because I gotta, you know, I'm gonna have to spend money on on, on repairing the kitchen. I gotta spend money. It's gonna cost me, you know, you know, when I get, I don't, you know, I don't always use my own money on all the properties. I go out and get a private loan and they charge high interest. Like a lot of sellers, that's not their problem, right? So I try to stay away from that for the most part. But if you feel pain, like you're able to uh, 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 present that in the conversation, by all means do it. I'm not a big fan of, of, of presenting the sellers my problem because it's not their problem, right? We're there to solve their problem. So basically, um, you know, if it works, like I said, if it works and you feel like it's a good place to present it, um, because, uh, because based on the conversation that you had with the seller, uh, by all means do that. So I'm going to answer one more, one more question here. It says, um, Sebastian says, is it virtual? I'm not based, uh, in the States, but love the content you guys put out. Yes. Uh, we do have the virtual option. Uh, you can definitely attend the workshop vir virtual, uh, something that we started doing that because the demand was high for it. Um, but it definitely is virtual and we're going to, um, uh, we had, uh, that way you can access the content. Uh, you can also participate, ask questions and, um, you know, Cor I love Corey's comment. He says, sellers are emotional, not logical, man. That's a, that's a, that's a bomb right there, Corey. I always say when you go into, <laughs> you always want to get the seller more emotional in the sale than you do yourself. So everyone, I appreciate the comments. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We've, we've talked to quite a bit of people. Some people didn't answer. You got, to, you get to see the real, the raw, uh, of what it is to talk to sellers. Um, what, uh, like I said, in the beginning of the show, you know, thank you for those that submitted the leads. We're going to have a link for those of you that are interested to submit the leads on the next show. Uh, so that way, uh, you know, we can call your leads. Uh, what I want you, what I, what I would like for you to do is if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the channel, like this video. Also turn on the notification bell. The one thing I want you to do is share this with two people that you think can benefit from this. That is my charge to you is that you share this with two people. Cause I know everybody knows two people and, uh, you know, join us next Thursday. We're going to be here live again, talking to sellers. I really appreciate everybody. Thank you for showing the love and I'll see you guys next week. Later. You started your wholesale business and you're finding success. You want to start scaling Start creating your legacy. You're looking for a blueprint. Our three-day event, June 16th to June 18th, teaches the blueprint for what you'll need to grow your wholesaling business. The forms, the processes, the systems, the sales, the A to Z from finding sellers and everything else in between. Go to disruptors.com blueprint to secure your spot. Thank you for checking out today's episode and hope you enjoy the show.